All right, but yeah, let's get to this because no, I to uh, gotta get to shit, so I can't be out here too long. Gotta we talk to all my have places we would like to be, Mitch. We all have places we would like to be. Okay, you didn't you didn't have to do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, people always like I gotta be here, and then like it's like, don't you think I would rather be doing something else too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, I what mean, if this is what there's you some days. No, there's some days where I don't want to do the fucking podcast. But I'm trying to do some shit, you know? I'm trying to build some shit over here. You can't just be like, well, fuck this. Like, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't saying all that, nor saying that this was a time constraint. Well, like, not in that way, at least. Like, I'm just meaning, like, because obviously I'm here. I just mean, like, can't take too long because there's shit to do. That's all. I'm mad I didn't record us talking about Gandalf. And that was your how fault. A, how much of a bitch he is. That was your fault. Anyways. And you can go ahead and say whatever you want because it's your mouth and it's a free country. I think everybody, no, people give Gandalf way too much credit. They give oh him, God, they give him way too much that. credit because he's got a good highlight reel. That's that's his fucking problem. Like he's like, you know what Gandalf is? He's like a quarterback, right? That's got like a lot of highlights, but like no rings. Like, <laughs> like he's got like wow. He's, like, he's got like a lot the, of highlights, a lot of good highlights. He doesn't no want any rings. Super Bowl wins. He None. literally doesn't want any rings at all. Was the point? No rings at all. That's what losers usually say. If you're just tuning in. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, I'm your uh, <laughs> I'm your hater host, Logan. <laughs> I'm here with my best friend, Mitch, and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. Uh, say hi to the people, Mitch. Right now, I'm thoroughly upset, so you'll hear from me later. <laughs> Mitch is just sour. Because we've been talking about how useless Gandalf is in Lord of the Rings. Not we. He. Fine. I've been trying to preach the gospel of how useless Gandalf is in Lord of the Rings. And Mitch is just, he can't come to grips with it. There's nothing to come to grips with. Reality. My reality is <laughs> fine. Thank you. My reality is fine. Thank you. Everything's okay. I'm not doing this with you again because I don't have the time. We're gonna watch the movies, and I'm gonna I'm gonna prove you some things. Like I'm gonna point out, I'm be like, look at this shit, and you're gonna have to like contend with why the bullshit is happening on screen. Okay. All right. Good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm uh, like actually excited for that. I'm gonna actually make that happen because I want to. I want to find out like how you actually respond to like like okay give me I'll give you one good example right at the beginning way 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 in the beginning before anything crucial happens right they have to go into the little they have to go into the cave they have to go under the mountain to see the doors right well yeah yeah that's and, where Gandalf fights the Balrog yeah and Gandalf gets to the door and he can't remember the password. And there's just, it's like, 
he's so fucking useless that he doesn't even like recognize that oh this is in a different fucking language like <laughs> Like Frodo has to point it out. He's like, what is that? And he's like, it's Elvish. And he's like, well, what's the what's the Elvish word for friend? And he's like, oh. And then he says that and he's like, oh shit, the door opened. Like <laughs> But before that, they're literally sitting there for like half an hour until he fucking remembers what the fuck he's gotta remember. Like they don't have no fucking place to be. <sighs> Well, weren't they fighting that spider lake thing? No, that shit happened because uh, Merry and Pippin were playing in the water. But that would have never happened if he had just remembered and they just went in. <sighs> like, you give kids too much time on their own and then they start, you know, they start knocking shit down in the store. And causing fucking problems for everybody. In any case, okay. Well, I guess, you know, that did happen. It's yeah. too bad he eventually did open the door. That only probably Legolas or Aragorn if would have been able to If Frodo wasn't there, he would have never opened the door. <laughs> well, and then we would have no story. So. Frodo, who doesn't speak Elvish, at least in the movies at least, <laughs> was like, hey, well, what's the Elvish word <laughs> for the Elvish riddle? <laughs> Which, you know, they got. Which they eventually got. <laughs> Gandalf, the funny part I can't stop laughing Gand, the funny part is like when he like tries to open the door the first time he's literally like open sesame <laughs> he was kind of like that right <laughs> I'm sorry I sound like such a nerd right now but it's just like certain things in that movie is so fucking funny to me <laughs> He just goes, he says, the door says to speak friend and enter. And he goes, open. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, people get confused. It was a dwarvish door. Which he speaks. A dwarvish kingdom with an elf speak on it. He speaks you know, like, all of these languages. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you get confused. Imagine Listen, reading Spanish. Imagine reading a Spanish riddle and then being like, let me speak German right now to this fucking door. <laughs> he's not perfect, yo. Like, he makes his mistakes. Jesus. All of them do. All right. There is a perfect meme that showed like all of the, you know, when they do like their big photo moment where they like all stand in there and they're like, oh, it's the Fellowship of the Ring. Like there's a good meme where it's like Sam and for whatever reason, Sam and Aragorn are like standing right next to each other. Right. And somebody said in the meme, they say 80 (laughs) percent, 80 percent of the power of the group is just on one side of of the line. Because Sam and Aragorn do like the whole movie by themselves. They do like the whole fucking story. That's that is not fair because <laughs> Aragorn at one point has Legolas with him, who's responsible for keeping them all alive. 
No, Aragorn, even in like when they was like trying to save Gondor with all the ghosts, like Aragorn is like fighting for his fucking life. And like he, he turns at one point because the because it's the giant elephant and he and he turns to Legolas like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then, that's and when then Legolas, Legolas gets like, rid of a up. giant elephant. That's like, what he, like, I don't see the I don't see the point that don't disrespect Legolas in front of me. Then that'll really have me. Like that'll really have me. Real no, hard. it's just that, like, like, like Aragorn is doing his best, and he's like, Legolas, come on. <laughs> he's like, bro, you're the only one who can somehow get rid of that, and I need you to get rid of it, please. And Legolas stand- gets it done. He's like, I don't need you down here. I can do the chopping. We we got the chopping. <laughs> Go do some amazing shit and get rid of the elephant, please, please get. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. <laughs> Like he had Legolas and Gimli still there too, and like Gimli Hardy Dwarf, you know what I'm saying? Gimli's trying his hardest, but like you know he can only do so much. Little dwarf, but he'd be like, MIA remember. in a lot of battles. Like he'd be like, he'd be MIA, he'd be there. He'd just be like he never got over screen time. Yeah, he'd be falling over, but he never got screen time. He didn't get as much screen time. I do fall over more than Shaq. Like. He'd be- <laughs> Oh, uh, Aragorn, we gotta come pick him up. Yeah, come on, man. Get, get the fuck up, Gimli. Come on. Oh, damn it, Gimli. Get the fuck up. But, like, don't disrespect Legolas, though. Legolas got them through that movie. Legolas is cool. He's just lazy. Like, he's fucking lazy, man. Lazy? He's lazy, lazy because he could be doing so much more. Like he, his potential. Oh my god! No, no, oh listen. My god. No, he could really be doing so much he more. He could and be doing so much more. Yeah, and he dropped the ball when like they blew up the the wall too. Like, well, he, no, that orc was just on fucking steroids and crack. He hit him in literally like all his vitals, bro, and the orc didn't go down. He only has arrows. He couldn't chop off any limbs. That moment too, Aragorn was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like he couldn't like. And it hurt watching it too, because like up until that point, Legolas had like never failed. Yeah. And then you're like, shit, he hit him in all the spots he's supposed to hit him. Except his legs. And then like <laughs> Death. Literally the number, you hit him the in all the The number one uh sharpshooter. <laughs> and like, nah, but he like, nah, it, it wasn't gonna happen. Like, I don't know. I don't know if he's making those shots. Somehow magically getting the right tendon spots to make an orc fall in exactly the proper way. Couldn't shoot him in his thigh? He, well, yeah, you shoot him in his thigh, but he doesn't die. That's the thing. He'd fall down? No, you're thinking he'd fall down. He couldn't sh- okay, he couldn't shoot him in his knee? Ah, uh, the old arrow to a knee thing. Lock that knee up. <laughs> Maybe, but that doesn't. you're not necessarily stopping that orc. Specifically... The Maybe he hops. Orc. Maybe you're right. Maybe he hops. But it's then, not as valid. The point is to kill. He went for all the kill shots, though. That's a little mm-hmm. dumb at that point. <laughs> After two kill shots, and you still didn't kill him? It was Time like, how many else. shots was it in total? Like three? It was like three. It was like, it was three. like three shots. He and then he, four. And then he was like, yo, what the fuck? And by the time he realized, like, oh, fuck, I needed to be shooting him in the legs. The, Dude was already like there. <laughs> The the consequence of his actions is just too dire to not put that on him. Like it's just, <laughs> like uh, like a like hundred people died <laughs> at one time. After he did his goddamn best. It's like it's like in hindsight, 
if, if it was on like 2020 or whatever. Mm. So Legolas, in hindsight, what do you think? Well, I think that probably I should have shot his legs. <laughs> but you know, I, I shot all his vitals first thinking he'd fall. And when he did it, it was too late to realize that I needed to shoot him in the legs. He's like, listen, they um they played a great offense, and um we 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 gave it all we got. Uh, I was out there, you see me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, sometimes you just gotta go back, go back to the drawing board. Um, I know, I know, we had halftime, but like sometimes it's not enough. <laughs> sometimes it isn't. Like those people in the team on his back, bro, and then he really. He need to keep it off of his back. <laughs> to be honest, like, yeah, it's a problem. Because Aragorn be like, yo, I need you to do that next shit. Come on, please, bro. I feel like Legolas would be talking shit the whole way they're walking. And that's why. Nah, I mean, he's not that He's not that guy. But imagine, just like, man, I'm so, you know, Uncle Elrond went and told me about y'all bullshit, bro. Like, all this nonsense. We only taking this walk because your dumbass ancestors... Couldn't get rid of a fucking shiny object. I don't know because like every time like something happens, he's he's the first one to start talking back. Like, he <laughs> like talk back. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Well, uh, you mean that every every other human other than Aragorn, which is understandable. I'm not letting you take that. Literally understandable. Like, Boromir, first time meeting Boromir. Boromir is like, we need to harness the power, and he's like, bro. Literally every single one of you motherfuckers has said that. No, like right so before, no, start. right before the big battle, he's like, "Nah, these fuckers ain't got it, man. This team is whack." Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Eric was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, I mean, was he wrong though? Is he is he for say wrong? Like, nah, they like, won. <laughs> yeah, but only after the fact, and after he was like, "Let me put my heart." And and keep in mind, they didn't even like win win. They uh, won Gollum, Gollum had to fucking grab, bite the ring off of Frodo's hand and therefore kill all of the forces. <laughs> so he wasn't even winning, meaning Legolas was right. Legolas is sitting here like, man, if I don't figure out a way to get out this shit before it gets me to, I'm going to be tight as fuck when it wasted my immortality on these motherfucking humans again because of this Aragorn-ass motherfucker who's not even fully human and should have just rode out with me and Arwen, his lady who loves him, and we could have just avoided this entire mess. Let Arwen should have went, huh? Arwen should have went. What yeah, she, she should have went for. But like, she I'm really should have. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get into that. You know, it's it's typical. A lot patriarchy. of women are like a, like super capable in like that show. Yeah, like they were like doubly capable than like most the, of the dudes. The human chick that had the hots for Aragorn who killed the Witch King, like buckets. <laughs> if like they sent out Galadriel, Arwen, Galadriel ain't going nowhere. Glad you're like I know she's not going. Like, she ain't doing nothing for nobody. <laughs> she's bro. really not going. She like she, for she humans. Stays, she for stays humans? in one spot. She stays, I don't even think the village would let her leave. She'd she be like, guys, leave. she don't leave home. And someone will pull up with an arrow. And be like, yo, get, yo, yo, yo. You better chill the fuck out. You better chill the fuck out. We ain't got to shoot you to kill. We just got to hit some knees. <laughs> got to hit a few legs, and that's it. So you better calm your ass down and get if your ass her, back in the village now. If her, Arwen. And the that the king's daughter, um, I don't I forget know, her man. name too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, I know. I feel bad, but like Aragon side piece. If they, damn, <laughs> damn, bro, come on. Come Why on. is she sent for him so hard? She knew what was gonna happen. She didn't actually. I don't think she knew Arwen existed. 
She no, she did. She knew a lady How did existed. She know Arwen existed. Not Arwen, but like she knew a lady existed. No, she, she was she was hearing that whole oh, there's someone else, and being like, oh God, how could this be? But still having the hots for him because he's fucking Aragorn, and not actually even human, and that probably like turns on all the women around him. Sometimes anyway. you just gotta let that shit go. Sometimes she's just not she for you. She killed the Witch King and moved on with her life. She didn't have no choice. She didn't die. You acting as if she died for Aragorn. She didn't die. She wasn't, she wasn't doing all that shit. She was just like, yo, I want to protect the kingdom. That's put, true. put the team on my back, which she, she fucking she did, didn't bro. She didn't that hard. Like some, she really, some, she really yeah. did it. She really did. And she didn't even really simp to begin with. She legit wanted to fight nah, for her kingdom. She, she wasn't fighting for Aragorn. She was Don't a little that. extra. Like, she, well, she wanted to protect him, but she wanted to fight, And period. Like you can't, you can't take that away from her. The fight was in her heart. The fact she ended up killing the witch king is Aragorn's just. Do you think Aragorn's kind of like a little bit of like a misogynist? He was like, I don't. Aren't they all, bro? It's Middle Earth. Well, because no, nah, I mean, like, bro, he was like, like, don't get me wrong, love Lord of the Rings, but if I'm looking at the time period, they're all they're all little misogynists. They respect the elf woman, but like, even the elf women are like relegated. Well, I'm not mm. gonna say relegated. It's just their positions. They're they're put into positions that kind of keep them localized to an area. Arwen running around doing all that crazy shit. Her pops didn't want her doing that, but like That's he's true. not a misogynist, so he wasn't controlling her like that. He couldn't like make her stay because he's not a misogynist. No, I but... think he is. I just don't think he could make her stay. Like, it, he's I, like I don't think he's like, a misogynist. He's like, I can run, I can run Rivendell, or I can like make her stay, and I can't do both. <laughs> 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 no, okay, wait. I don't think. I don't think he. I don't. To be honest, I don't think elf culture. I just think they're far too civilized. I don't think they have the concept of misogyny. Like, Galadriel's in power. It's not like they keep any... Fr- and most of the thing is egalitarian. Like, there's yeah, just as true. many, like... For the elves, at least. But Only I mean, the humans, Aragorn, really. I feel like... And the dwarves, I think. I feel like if... If so-and-so's daughter was, like... <laughs> I feel bad for saying it like that. But I feel like if so-and-so's daughter wasn't, like, as sweaty all the time... Like he'd be like into it, like he's like you'd be like jumping around a lot. And, um. Funny enough, I actually think I'd argue against that. I think the reason, because don't forget, like yeah, sure she was simping, but Aragorn was sitting here like he noticed. He was like, oh, who the fuck's that one? And I think it's because he was like he was without women for a long time. Right? And he was so, sitting there, mm, female musk. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> that's that's a new one. That's I didn't gross. think I'd like that, but. I like, I like that. I like that. I like that. He led her on. He should. He was mean. I a little like bit. That. He was like. He was feeling a little bit. He was like, yeah. Damn. He's like, yo, bro. You, you wasn't gonna tell nigga you had daughter out here like that. When the fuck she grow up? <laughs> like fuck. Although shit. Now that I think about it, I'm hoping she wasn't like 16. Like you know how they be doing fucking. Yeah, like, they do weird numbers because like films. like he's supposed to be like 60 years old or something or like. Another. And he's a lot aging because like because yeah. he's not fully human. But like and then she she for shit. all we know could like, have been keep, like 16. I didn't know that shit. Because middle age. I read I read one book. Middle age 16 ain't fucking like. Now sixteen, middle I read, age sixteen is a lot different. I told this story already. I read one Lord of the Rings book to fight racism, like that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, once again, oh the metaphor you made earlier. I didn't hear Logan. Logan made himself. Logan made himself alternate reality. Elrond and was like, "Yes, I'm the Elrond that was meant to be, that no one had the courage to be." And I was like, "Yo, that metaphor is actually too deep." And like hurts too much, so we're gonna move on. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. 
Speaking of white people and white people business, um, y'all gave Louis C.K. a Grammy. Oh, right. And y'all you did still took the whole week to drag black ass Will Smith through the mud. Wow. That's that was a lot for me. Uh oh. Talk about it. I'm just saying, because after all of the, I don't know, hullabaloo about the slap and Will Smith and him even quitting, you know, just mm-hmm. so y'all could shut up, couldn't mm-hmm. shut up because you didn't have anything better to do. Nope. Which I get. Sometimes I don't have anything better to do. But then, just Louis like a couple of nights later, you gave Louis C.K., the same Louis C.K. who used to pull his little Willie out, his little Louie out, and use that to harass women with, like other people, like not even like women that were like, I wanted to say like women that like he employed, which isn't better, but like that's usually how the story goes, but like yeah. just women who were like adjacent to him. You know, like know other uh, other comedians. What the fuck did he even win a Grammy for? How did Louis C.K. win a Grammy? His comedy album that he came out with last, he dropped or this a over the year, or whatever. Oh, he dropped a comedy album. Yeah, he did a special. So I didn't he, know we gave Grammys for comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Richard Pryor has a Grammy for, for that. What? Oh, I believe shit. so. Yeah, don't quote me. But I'm pretty sure he does. Okay. Well, yeah. So he, Okay. Hmm. Wow. But he was invited to the Grammys. Not only invited, but won a Grammy after his behavior. He's but no invited to the Grammys, probably amongst some of the same women he harassed. And Very all possibly. the all the moralizing about violence and <laughs> uh horrible behavior and all that. That just fucking went out the window, huh? No, yeah, like God damn, bro. This man literally was locking people, women, in rooms with him and then forcing them to publicly watch him masturbate. Now, I'm not saying that's as physically violent as a slap, but definitely, to me, worse behavior. So what the fuck? What the fuck, bro? How is Louis C.K. Does it have to be as physically violent? For it to be worse? No, which is what I said. That's why Mm. I said that's the worst behavior. But like it isn't it isn't more physically violent than like slapping someone, but nonetheless it's definitely worse behavior. Right. Like you're literally like sexually assaulting someone, like technically, which I think he got off on some technicalities, but like you're sexually assaulting someone with your image, mind yeah. you. Yeah. So like, what the fuck? That's why I don't like. That's why I feel bad for Will Smith, is because. There are certain times where, like, I think people go too far with the like the whole, oh, they doing this to black men and like, like they want to use like people. And what I mean is like they want to use people like Bill Cosby and like R. Kelly as like the example. And I'm just like, not now. Like, it's like, <laughs> like they they aren't kind to black people at all. But like, this isn't the time for like the example of how bad they are to us. Like, I don't want to be a part of this. But like, this is truly one of those examples where you like, know what it is to me. What? Like, it's like we have all this, you know, moral like dialogue and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like the only people it seems that our justice system likes enforcing the rules on and having uphold that standard is, is black us. people. Mm. How many, because I mean, yeah, talk about Bill Cosby. How many Bill Cosby's have we had with a white face that nothing happened to? How That's many true. R. Kelly's with the white face are there that nothing happened to? And like, and some black people get off on that. They'd be glad that like, and don't get me wrong because mm -hmm. justice has to be served, but they'd be like, yeah, you can't be out here acting white. And it's like, it's like, no, but that shouldn't be the case. There's a double standard here and we should be calling it out. If we're not putting those people in prison, like, no, like you don't get to just come down as hard. And like, I want you to, and mind you, it's not even about like me not wanting you to, cause I want you to. Justice mm. should be served. But to serve the point, like, oh, they did that bad shit? No, we're going to keep them free till you put the other ones away. Is how I legit feel. I wouldn't go. See, that's what no, I mean. I know, see, that's why I, I, I can't say that. No, for don't. R. Kelly that's, and, and, that's how I feel. I know, exactly. Isn't it horrible? Because I don't actually feel that way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's really bad. It's like, I don't actually want to feel that way because, yeah, I don't want R. Kelly doing that, lock him up. I don't want Bill Cosby doing that, lock him up. But I'm mm. that angry to that degree. Like, you can't keep. I feel like we you're not alone. I think there's the, a lot of people that feel no, that there, way. No, there is. There's definitely yeah, a lot of people yeah, that feel that way. There's definitely a lot of people and that feel I'm that way. And I'm willing to bet at least half to all of us are saddened by the fact they feel that way. Because I know I am. But nonetheless, that's how I feel. Like, I'm not going to lie. And, like, of course I want R. Kelly locked up. Of course I want Bill Cosby locked up. But, like, it makes me so upset. Mm. And it's just like, oh, so what I got to do. And mind you, what I really feel is, it's like, oh, Wow, you want to like no 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 no. You didn't put enough away. So here's what we'll do. We're gonna go put Bill Cosby with a with a few more white women. We're gonna go put R. Kelly with some white children and then see if you care about the problem and then do it to other people then. Which is far too much and not like what I what, what I would ever ever ask for. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, it's like I get your point. Yo. Yeah. It's like, yo, you can't keep making us like the burden of proof. That the system, oh, hey, look, the system works, you know, hey. Yeah. We put those niggers away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It works, all mm -hmm. right? Like, no, it it upsets me. And that's what I feel is honestly on a lesser scale, because, you know, we're not talking about putting anyone in prison, but now we're talking about, you know, I don't know. Taking like, somebody's, like, livelihood away. Or, like, you know, political matters in a sense. Yeah, in one sense. But now it's like... So, no, in some senses, they're like they want to like ruin his career. career? Like, yeah, no, because that's they like yeah, they yeah. like they like stop protect production on like one of his Netflix movies or whatever. Off one it's like, slap, yeah, they like st like they're like it's rumored that like they might not do Bad Boys Four. I didn't even know Bad Boys Four was going to be a thing. That doesn't need but, to like, happen, I think. But but like but regardless, that's yeah, yeah, that's dumb. Bad Boys Four doesn't even have anything to do with white people. Like that's Bad Boys. Yeah, and it, I mean, it didn't white need people make it. Like Michael Bay makes it, but like it's still like it's black. It's a black movie. Yeah, like, no, it's still absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And like personally, they didn't need to make a third. But the fact that they're stopping, <laughs> well, they I didn't see it still. But like, I I'm like, it nah, it's I'm good. I'm good on like Will Smith is aging well and Martin Lawrence is doing okay. <laughs> Damn, I hate how you said that, bro. There was it's, a lot it's exactly of shit how it looks to me. Exactly how. Well, and that's and the thing is because I that's not how I think about Martin Lawrence. I think he's one of the greatest comedians of he's our time. He's not aging well, but well, and even even that's unimportant. It's just when you look at how the plot point looked. It's supposed to be mm. bad boys, but it looked like hey, Will Smith had the time of his life and Martin just. 
He's there still. They look old. They just look like they was talking about being old and like shooting people. And it was like really tone deaf because it's in a time where it's like, do we need police right now? Like <laughs> fucking people up. And, it's, and that's like the whole premise of Bad Boys. It's like, here's these two cops. They don't follow these the rules. These two black cops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they like to fuck people up. And it's just like, we don't need this right now. <laughs> Maybe not. We but got like, enough of that. But the fact of the matter is for them to not be letting him work for one slot. This man's given us a 30-year career, mm-hmm. not not nearly a stain to his name. Slops one person because, you know, he felt in a really moment. They really like. Do they even like Chris Rock They like don't that? really care about Chris Rock They don't Rock give a like fuck that. about Chris not Rock. Really, you know, which is the other annoying part. But, like, he slaps him, and we know how I felt about it. But nonetheless, like... Will Smith is still the man who's like golden boy of Hollywood. You know what I mean? Right. And if he did have an emotional break, he's allowed that emotional break. Y'all not going to cancel Will Smith over a slap. I almost feel like point. that's that's part of the uh, the problem is that he is like kind of like a golden boy. No, I talked to you about that. The respectable Negro. We, we spoke about this. But literally. I mean, no, I don't mean just like the respectable part. I mean that the part that like he is... A golden boy and like you can't do anything about it except for profit from it and it's like do i want him to be the golden boy it's like the black quarterback syndrome where it's like here's this black quarterback and like he's the best we got right now but like as soon as a white quarterback that comes by that we really want then we'll replace him you know and like Ooh, that's the example you want to make. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Especially it's like, consider well, black quarterbacks is definitely on the rise, but like, no, that's a good example because that that is kind of how it used. They to still look. do it though. Like they yeah, still a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they don't trust. They don't trust like black men in terms of quarterback position. It's not. It's just like, racism. Well, isn't they don't, it's yeah, not, it's no, nothing I mean, to trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's valid. That's valid. And so it's just like this. This was the other thing I noticed is that like. When I was watching, like, when they, like, because they show more clips of, like, things happening. And so, like, they show more behind the scenes of what happened, you know, after the moment and everything. Like, Denzel going over to Will Smith to, like, you know, console him and, like, Samuel Jackson doing the same. And, like, even, like, the quote uh, he said from Denzel was that, you know, like, at your highest moment, you know, like, the devil comes to you and all that. Yeah, It's like... It made me look at Denzel, not really Samuel L. Jackson, because I feel like Samuel L. Jackson is more keen to the game, but I feel like <sighs> it made me, no, yeah, but it made me like look at Denzel a little differently than I'd ever like seen him before. Why? Do you think he did something wrong? No, I don't think he did anything wrong. Oh, I okay. feel like, I'm like, what? I feel like Denzel has this persona himself. And he has a good image, too. Well, he's the one above, literally, Logan, directly above. If you think about the high, it's like, oh, you have Will Smith. We go up to Denzel. If we mm-hmm. go further, it's Sidney Poitier. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, those are the the images of, like, golden boys of Hollywood. But like Golden they, black boys of Hollywood, too. They, yes. They, like, work under this framework where there's it's not like they work under this thing where, like, it's the sky's the limit. They work under this thing where, like, the sky may not even be the limit for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you look at somebody like Denzel, because Denzel is basically like a black hero. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like black dudes, everybody loves Denzel, but like black men love Denzel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I remember yeah. we had a debate yeah, in college one time where like 
two guys was trying to convince me that like Denzel is the best actor ever. You know what I mean? And I don't know if they like write about that, but like they was like militant about the shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they was in their bag. Like they 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 believe this, right? Although amongst amongst like black Hollywood figures, um that's it's He's valid to it's valid. <laughs> It's valid, no, but it's valid. He's one of the better ones, and it's I feel valid. like I prefer like, Wesley Snipes myself. But like, it's, it's valid. That's a fucking take. Personally, yeah, me personally. That but might be. I'm, you know what? I'm weird though, and mm. and Denz, I'm Wesley Snipes was fucking Blade, bro. <laughs> like the and like that. <laughs> What's Denzel got to be Superman? Like, what, well, what you he, know, but in terms of acting, and I know do? you're gonna laugh, but I'm an actor. In terms I'm of just acting, saying, what's he gotta do? <laughs> Like, but like, I know, but like, what would he have to do? But no, that's just my personal taste. But I'm saying, regardless, okay. that's definitely valid. Also, don't don't you like you can't shit on Wesley Snipes? Either. No, I feel like Wesley Snipes has like a lot of range, and like, I felt like bro, when you said that, I was ridiculous. like, I was like, wow, like maybe you got something there, like beyond oh, him yeah, being bro. Blade, well, that's you know? that's for me, both in terms of the genres that you know that I like. I'm the weird kid, and like mm-hmm. Wesley speak. I mean. What was it? I mean, Demolition Man as well. Like this nigga Wesley was like killing, bro. And it's like, and yo, Demolition Man. He's basically the Joker, bro. Like, he's like, like the black yo, Joker. And, yeah. and then of course we got New Jack City, which I still haven't seen. You know what I'm saying? Which I want to see, but I've seen all the takes, and it's like, yo, mm-hmm. my nigga Wesley. Like, and then he was just in the thing with Kevin Hart. Like, like for me growing up, at least, you know, Wesley was one of those big figures. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so if it was so, but if you're gonna argue Denzel, there's not many people I could think of offhand. And, you know, especially back then, you know, seeing a, a black actor as much and like a like big time, you know, Hollywood right. pictures and shit wasn't happening as much anyway. If, if if it wasn't like Wesley Snipes or like Morris Chestnut, who didn't really reach that level of acclaim, but mm. was like definitely around just doing right. shit, you know what I'm saying? So like and like Shamar Moore, like he's cool, but he was more like a pretty face, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. wasn't a bad actor. And yeah. I definitely wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. Like, he did the role. He did the job. Got it done. But, like, let's be real. Like, grown-ass straight men would look at him and be like, yo, it's just enjoyable to see him. You know what I'm saying? So, and that happens sometimes. But if you're going to argue Denzel. But I'm saying Denzel's that dude. That's all I'm trying he to say. Is. No, he is, man. He put on for the culture. And we don't talk about the culture in that way a lot, but he really put on for the culture. But my thing is, is, like, when I listen to the quote and I listen to, like, Denzel, I just feel differently about like what it means to be that dude because it felt felt like he's like he's consoling Will, but it just felt like it's like he's consoling Will under like the a umbrella, microscope. not just the microscope, like under the umbrella of this is where we are and this is what it takes to survive where we are. No, sadly, you know what I mean. And I don't, I don't want to hold anything against Denzel because that's who he is, mm-hmm. and that's the time he came from. Like being no, at the I'm Oscars, not even, yeah. You not, you sure you're not? Because it no, sounds I'm not, like no, it. I'm not even trying to make a thing where it's like he's respectability products or he's selling out. Well, or anything and like that. I don't, I wouldn't that's say selling what, out. I wouldn't say selling out. But unfortunately, that's not what my thing is. My thing is just like I've had a revelation about. It's less about Denzel. It's less about Denzel. Take me, take me on that. It's less about Denzel and more about us. But the but umbrella he's talking about, like you can't is, remove is a, him from the picture entirely. No, 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 you 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 misunderstand where I'm going with. What I'm trying to say is that 
there's this world we live in mm-hmm. where like when we were talking about limits and stuff, like we have what we think our limits are. And then we say like, it's like if you looked at Superman, right? Yes. And like he could fly, but like he could only fly to the edge of the atmosphere, but he couldn't fly to the moon. Okay. But then like you saw another superhero fly to the moon, right? And then you started to wonder why couldn't Superman? You know what I mean? Like after, even after all everything you've seen Superman do, and maybe even Superman is still like the better superhero, but even if he couldn't fly to the moon, right? But he still couldn't, you know what I mean? So like some moon shit happened, like he couldn't be there. You know what I mean? So like what I'm saying is, is like his limit is the, is, is the sky. Like he can't go past that. Like he can't go beyond that. Like that's where he lives and that's where his limit is. And he has to think about, you know, how is he going to keep Earth safe? Earth, sorry, Earth safe, safe. <laughs> I keep doing this dyslexic thing. My but like, I thought you said Earth, but anyway, I did. I said Earth, and then I said safe. I switched the the yeah. endings of yeah, both yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Anyways, like he has to think about that, but like he can only do that within the confines of our of Earth. Like he can't mm-hmm. go beyond that, mm-hmm. and so. After the Will Smith thing and listening to like people react to it, it was it just rang out to me that like Denzel is also just like one bad day away from not being Denzel anymore, too. And the the kind of emotion that it invokes in me is like I have like a very deep sadness about that because like Denzel is one of those people that like you look at and you're like there's no fucking limit for somebody like him right like he's in fucking Shakespeare right like he's like in Shakespeare pretending he's Scottish like like, did he have a Scottish accent in the film no no no? you're not supposed to read Shakespeare like that you're supposed to just no you can you can add some people do I mean some people add it but like you're supposed to just talk it right no i know i'm and they did they did they spoke their own fucking like accents and went on with the show and it was good it was good it was good he was great actually you know yeah i need to see that one. he was really good (laughs) in fucking Macbeth. i just love Macbeth. that's my that's my shit no i like it so like when i saw him in it i was like i was like is this gonna be good but But then like i watched it i was like i'm sorry i doubt it right but like he's done it before Oh yeah, on yeah. Stage. yeah. Yeah, no, so like he's, his he's, his domain is the stage. Like, you know, this It TV. wasn't like that. He no, wasn't he's a from stage. the stage. Denzel wasn't a stage actor? Yes, he is. Since he's when? Been a stage I don't actor. recall. I never Well, if that's the case, I never knew that cuz I've only seen him in film and then I thought he just went into stage because he wanted to act on stage. And I was like, "No, I dope. believe he's from the stage. I think he's a, actually a Shakespearean trained actor." And that's, that's why he was able to wonderful. fucking do Macbeth in the first and it's, place. And it's horrible that I don't know that and that people at large don't know that. That's actually really, really No, horrible. he is like hella range. Like he's, like he's fucking Superman. <laughs> like No, that's literally. Great. It's just I legit didn't know that and I literally only looked at Denzel. Well, not only because I, I know that he's been on stage, 
But I thought he just started as a film actor and then made the transition into doing stage because, you know, if you want to like act, act, mm-hmm. stage is a place to do it. Right. And I, that's what I thought he did. I didn't even know no. that. And most people probably don't think of him in that way. And that's what Hollywood does to you because he couldn't be the, you know, black mm-hmm. Hollywood Shakespearean actor. That wasn't going to, that wasn't going to fly. Like what? Black folk don't do that. But that's crazy. But yeah. Uh, My point was just that mm-hmm. like, it just, it makes you think a little bit differently about your world that you live in. That like, they'll tell you what the sky is and it's not even the sky. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'll tell you this is where the sky is. And like, you see somebody who reaches that and then there's all this air above them that they can't reach. Like, for Denzel to say that, the way he said that is that like, you know, you could be at your highest, but then like bullshit like this will happen comes from a place that like, I'm trying to explain this so I don't have to explain it again. Because I'm, I know exactly what I'm trying to say, but it like comes from this place where like, where why would it bring you down in the first place? Th- I think that's what I'm trying to say. Is that like why would it bring it bring bring you down in the first place? Is that like, like Denzel recognized that moment as like catastrophic, and he's like, like he had to bring like supernatural forces into it and be like, it's the fucking devil did this shit to my boy. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? No, oh, wow. But like, and I'm not trying to, I, it's funny and I'm making a little bit of a joke, but I'm not trying to make light because it's like, that's how bad it was when he saw that. He's like, they're going to flame him. Like they're going to fuck him up. And if I don't like at least go over to like console him before the storm happens, it'd be by it'd be like a, himself. Yeah. It'd be by himself for like some shit that like, Ain't that big a deal? Like, understandable, that, we yes. have to get it under control, but ain't that big a deal otherwise? The the deal that it is, it will not be. And for what should happen to him, he'll get worse. And for how much I, I could help him, this is only so much. And for that to be the calculus for Denzel Washington... That's fucking crazy to me. Like you feel, do you, I don't even know if I'm even conveying what I'm trying to say. It's it's hard to to like piece through everything because mm. I I get what you're trying to like emotionally or I get what you're like feeling um, in terms of how you're trying to say it. Like I'm still trying to put it together a little bit better, but like overall, like. Especially when you say the calculus part, like mm-hmm. that, I get like, why does he have to do all of that? He, and, you know, it's not like he has to, but it's like, if he didn't, the ramifications would be different. You know what I mean? If he hadn't, mm-hmm. it's like, why is, because you, you use the term umbrella and it's like, yeah, it does feel like there's a certain image that he has to maintain and that he ascribes to. That's a good way to put it. Like they ascribe to that image. And that's who they're supposed to be. For lack of a better word, that's the bubble that they're supposed to fit into. Right. Though their bubble is expand. And if you want to talk about the sky shit you were, you were saying earlier, like, you know, whoever made their bubble gave them a high ceiling. But then it still feels like they do one little thing. And it's like the illusion of freedom. 
Yes. Almost. Exactly. It's the illusion no, of that's freedom. exactly what I'm like, saying. They, there's the ceiling. It's like, yeah, I could do anything. And then you do something and you have to hit that ceiling. It's like, wait, was I able to do anything or do I have to ascribe to what this is? Because that's how it feels to me. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and in terms of what you're saying, like I get it kind of on that level. That's what came up for me because that was my frame of thought as we get it, got into it. But it's like they're ascribing to this image and there is kind of like this illusion that these are untouchable figures. And for us, you know, some of these people were like some of our first heroes or some of the first images we had that made us feel good about ourselves or it made us feel like, you know, we have no limits. But if something like that can happen to them, who am I? This has all been an illusion in the first place. Mm-hmm. And why am I trying to sell this image to someone in the first place? I shouldn't be having to do that at all. Denzel does that. It's Denzel's like, at this space now where that's what he does. Will Smith also. And it's just like, what is that? Is kind of what I feel from you. Like, what is that? Why is that there? Because it's a part of the culture. Like Denzel and Will Smith aren't the ones who ascribe to it. A lot of people in the community, black people in the community, they and it's it's also that black excellence thought thing again, because that is what it looks like to them, Denzel and Will Smith. And then, oh, they did that? Taboo. Oh, taboo. How could they do that? They're not they're not sticking to the image. Oh my God, is how it feels to me. And it's like, yo, it, it's almost as if, do these people really have that power? If they only get to have it, if they ascribe to to this image and act this certain way in accordance with what the masters say. I feel like there's Ooh, a... Didn't even mean to do that. I feel like there's a white framework as far as... And we already know that, but like... Well, yeah, that's where the bubble came from. Yes, that's. I think that's what I'm trying to describe and I'm trying to say it more explicitly now. So I'm not okay. like talking in riddles and rhymes. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad I could piece together your like whatever the fuck it was before I came along. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's thank why you. you're here. You're welcome, community. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is what I do. You are here because you are more clear. I'm here because I want to be here. That too. Because you are more... (laughs) No, really. Like, that's 80% of it. (laughs) (laughs) The other 20% is because you are clear and concise. And when I sound... Like, when I'm just blathering, you can, like, interpret. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. Yes. (laughs) You're lucky I'm just good at expressing myself because, like... I am not. My brain's a fucking scramble. But... Niggas got a gift for Gab. Good for him. Good for you. But like... Wish you did something for me. <laughs> but yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like this... There's a white framework in which... Like I was just thinking just now while you were talking that like... When we were when we were talking about the guys that like... <laughs> we had the whole argument. With, I think you were there too. I think it was weird. Really? Yeah. And they was talking about how mm. Denzel is like the greatest actor and he was like, you know. Damn, like if I was there, that would have been way before would. I even I don't understood know. I don't shit. know who was there. I remember I don't who, know. I don't, I don't I remember, remember who was well. there, but I don't remember who. Not the point. The point is, is that like true, true. even when like they think of Denzel as the greatest actor, right? Mm. And I could, even, let's say I changed my mind and I'm like, Denzel is the greatest actor, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I watched Macbeth again tonight, and I'm just like, nah, Damn. he got it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's him. <laughs> Hollywood it, looks at Denzel and says, Denzel is the greatest black actor. And I could hear them say that, 
And then I'd be like, yes, he is. And then I think it still means that he's the greatest actor. No, Hollywood says he is the greatest black actor. And what black is supposed to connotate is an asterisk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's this world we live in where the the communication, I think, is just not clear. And it's not clear on purpose, but it's not clear to the point where it's like, I could say somebody is the greatest and I can say somebody is the greatest black. And then like black people will hear that, yes, this person is the greatest, but. No, they won't. The, that's what you think though here. Is that what you honestly think though here? Cause that's not what no, I think. Because that's hearing. what we repeat sometimes too. We repeat yeah, that. That's like, not, yeah. Because that's what I mean, because like, we'll be like the first black this and the first black that. And subconsciously and like, in your head, if you hear, Oh, greatest something, and then greatest, insert any adjective. So for here, for this example, black something, all of a sudden subconsciously you are unfortunately hearing, well, that means I'm not the greatest if, if I'm only the greatest here. Subconsciously, whether you like it or not, if you hear, there for is instance- that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you hear, for instance, that's why I asked you, I was like, is that mm. really what you hear? Because it's like, if you no, hear- No, because oh, I'm thinking like- just the process where it's like, yeah, you're you're going a little ahead of me. Is oh, that I'm just saying, like maybe a step or two behind. Is just that, like you hear that at first, and then it's like you think nothing of it. You're like, yes, it is. But then it gets to the point where you just described. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to skip ahead, but, but that's where I was from the beginning. A lot of us like, don't even get there because we're like happy with the beginning, and we're happy are with the yeah. yeah. And then because we're happy and we're comfortable with the beginning, we don't think about what that comfortability buys us and what it means. And it buys us a lot of pain, is what I'm saying. So if like you, uh, my fault. Go ahead. So like what I'm saying is that like I look at Denzel and I'm looking at like even Denzel Washington. Like Jim Carrey can go in front of Gail King and say like Oprah's best friend and say without any type of fear in his heart that like, oh, this and that about Will Smith and blah, 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 blah. He can go in front of another black woman whose friends would probably arguably one of the most powerful black women in America that's not named Kamala Harris. Most and powerful woman, period. <laughs> See? Right, yes, See? yes. See, right? look at that, look at that. And without any type of thought towards it, can be like, it just like insult Will Smith and not even think about well, it. Well, wait, before, because... Because I didn't see the interview, but it didn't sound to me like he insulted him at all. Just how he really felt about it. Like he didn't like it. It didn't. I mean, he didn't say no, anything to Will's character, but he did talk about the moment. Do you look at it as insulting? Because I don't I don't think that's fair from what I saw. To I say. feel like it's insulting because of the audacity that's involved in it. OK. Yeah. That's what makes that's it how insulting. You that's how you yeah. Okay. It's like if you. Will Smith is far and away a better actor than Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's a great actor, but he's I'm far. I figured I actually wasn't expecting to hear you say that, but cool. I think the body of work Will Smith has versus the body of work of Jim no, Carrey same. has, same. like absolutely same. He beats Jim Carrey, right? And even and I'm not. People- and that's not even to take away. And I won't be disrespectful and take take away that like, uh, take away from Jim Carrey like the things he's he's been in. That's like well, been yeah, like, you can't, but like, like you know, that's been like dramatic. Or whatever, like he's been in great like 
dramas where like like the Truman Show or like uh, I just had the other one. Yeah, yeah, Internal you know, Spotlight the, yeah, of Yeah, Jupiter uh, book. Yeah, and like you know, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Yeah, right, that something one. like that. All right, cool, which cool. I think yeah, is. is a little overrated, but like it's. I didn't see there. it. You know what I mean? I need to go see it. But like even that, he's great in right in other like uh, dramatic efforts, but like it's not. It doesn't compare to the amount of times when Will Smith has like actually like been Will Smith in like no bro anything. Yeah, I I sorry seven yeah. pounds. I am legend. I don't like seven pounds that much, but like he is acting. You don't his like ass seven pounds. Po- I'm saying no, how that. could you not like? It, well, you don't like seven pounds. pounds. The film you mean? Yeah, the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Well, but like that, he's acting his whatever. ass off. I'm surprised. I'm surprised there at that because but whatever. That's different. But like to say like exactly, the but like the range, the range of motion yeah. is there. Like he does action, he does comedy, he does dramatic films, and, and when he does his dramatic films, he just about gives an Oscar performance in like almost all of them. Like yeah. there's way more performances that he should have been nominated for. Like he was nominated for Ali, he should have won that one. Uh, he was nom he I think he was nominated for Pursuit of Happiness. He should have won that Which one. Which definitely, yeah. Um. He's just a better caliber of actor, far and away, you know? And, like, Jim Carrey had, like, no... He just fucking says whatever the fuck he wants about Will Smith. Like, that's what I mean. He just, like, just goes and says it, right? Well, well, wait, Logan, before you continue, because... This is what I'm saying. Finish your thought. Finish your thought first. Let me finish uh, my thought first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thought is, is that... There's a power structure that allows him to. That's what uh, my thought is. Okay. There's a power structure okay. that allows him to, that keeps him safe in his audacity. Like people, I, I actually did find out with the fucking bullshit that uh, Jim Carrey did. Not because I was looking for it, but just because I fucking was coming across it, right? And yeah. people were like, somebody like made like this video about like how Jim Carrey should like keep his mouth shut about all this because he has been disruptive at award ceremonies before himself. And it wasn't like the Oscars <laughs> or anything, but it was like, you know, like, no, team, but like, still like the MTV awards or some shit like that, where like he like forced himself on like, I think it was like Alicia Silverstone and like, uh, like kissed her and then like, Yikes. He tried to force himself on Will Smith of all people and tried to kiss him too at at like a thing and like yikes. I you mean arguably it could have been fake, it could have been a part of the script, who knows. Yeah, true but true. Also, it looked bad. So my thing is that like this person has like he's just like speaking with his full chest about this thing and it's like you have Denzel over there, and he's like, he can't even help. He can't go on the morning shows and be like, you know, I think what's going on with Will Smith is just terrible. I feel like the brother, you know, probably shouldn't have hit uh, Chris Rock, but like the way Hollywood is treating him is uh, just horrific and it's cowardice. Like uh, Jim Carrey called all of Hollywood cowards because they gave Will Smith a standing ovation for his speech. Like Denzel can't do that. And he's Denzel. Mm. So that's what it made me think of. And it just... Oh, you mean in terms of uh, approaching the Academy? Yeah, that's that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's valid. 
Because Jim Carrey can call him out, but Denzel can't call out the Academy for how they're treating him. And that's a double He standard. can't call the Academy out. He can't call out Hollywood out. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't, he can't call any of these people out. Jim Carrey can say whatever the fuck he wants. Why? He's Jim fucking Carrey. Who the fuck? He's not. He's Dr. Robotnik. Like, what the fuck? Hey, don't you talk down on Dr. Robotnik. (sighs) (laughs) It just makes me think. Well, I mean, the point you're making is a fair one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm, I'm laughing now, but like, no, it's valid. Jim Carrey could get up and talk about that. The thing I was going to say mm-hmm. is because once again, that's why I was like, well, it seemed like he was talking about how he actually felt about the situation. Because the fact is, Will, Stis- Will Smith did still do something that people are going to talk about regardless. They're going to talk about Jim it, Carrey be the one to speak on it. Mm, I don't know why Jim Carrey was there. What if they called him to interview? What if he was planning for an interview like that they just brought it up? He, does he have the clout enough to be the one to speak on it? Well, Logan, he's still Jim Carrey. What does that mean? That, I mean, he's coming around the same time as Will from that generation, which is probably why they asked him in the first place. And especially for white folk. And I mean, black folk love Jim Carrey too. Where the reason he has his career and... Jim's not per- Jim isn't the one who forgot per se. So like some people might argue with you and be like, because I would say like he didn't need no, to do all that. No, tell me the that. other side. No, but I would tell you. But some people might be like, yo, some people, a lot of people, most likely agree with him, black and white. You know, in terms of what he was saying, that's why I'm like, because hey, that's why I was like, was he insulting him? And then you brought it up how you brought it up in terms of the audacity. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. But it's like for all he really did was talk about what happened in the moment and how he felt about the moment. So it's like, I don't know if that serves the, I don't know if that serves as the best example for the, the lack, purposes you're trying to speak. The of. lack of pause, the lack of pause lets me know the amount of comfortability and the lack and the confidence in what which pause, he displays, though? the confidence in which he displays his opinions about the situation is, is remarkable to me. That's what I'm saying. Because what, like when I speak on some shit, like yeah. if, if I had like if I had like a real career in like this shit, like there are people that like like they said in the departed, there are guys you can hit and there's guys you can't hit. You know? <laughs> and it's like there's people you can talk about and there's people you can't talk about. Which shouldn't exist though, and you know that. I don't live in that world where it shouldn't. I live in a world where it should. So if I'm gonna, okay, so that's a, so that's, so that's what I'm speaking to is okay. that like I'm not trying to speak it from an idealistic sense. I'm just speaking from where we are, you know, and I'm just reporting on it, you know. Is that like I know that the power structure is all fucked up, but that's what I'm talking about. Is that Jim Carrey shouldn't be the one? Like he's the lowest of the low to me on the totem pole of who could get to like talk about one of like our uh, times our times great actor great actors you know what i mean oh yeah i get you but that's he's, what i mean like reality, the power the power levels are not equal and the reality is logan whether they are equal or not they come close enough in some people's minds i guess to me it's like okay let me let me give an example. To me, it's like Kevin Hart giving an example, giving like a speech about like how horrible a person Christian Bale is. It, so Logan, here's the thing: like 
and I, those that's also not a good example either because if Why? Kevin Hart did that, if Kevin Hart did that, who would that, take him seriously? I think depending on what Christian Bale, if Christian Bale had done something, Christian everyone. Bale does a lot. He does a lot of somethings all the time. Like Christian Bale is notorious. For he like does shit, shit all the time. <laughs> he what, yells what shit? Because I don't be hearing about Christian Bale. What, what shit? Christian Bale up to? You remember when he yelled at the people on on the fucking set of Terminator of all all movies? Wait, wasn't that like an artistic difference thing? And he, him, and the director were he just lost having his a fucking mind on set. Like, like I mean, on was Terminator. it like it was wasn't it even like, a good Terminator movie? Yeah, that one wasn't good. But was it like, yo, they was having issues beforehand, bumping heads, or he just randomly went off on this? He guy? went off on the set. He went off on the crew. Oh, like on like a fucking shit. gaffer or some those? shit. I mean, I feel like if Kevin Hart spoke to that, people would people would actually take it seriously. No, it's just for Stop. that, like, no, I do think Stop. so. Who I think who's I think people would take Kevin Hart seriously, seriously on the, period. On the, on the on the on the white elite of Hollywood. Oh, okay. You meant white elite. That's what I'm trying okay, to say. Okay, okay. Okay. Nah, probably no one would give a fuck. But we give a fuck about what Jim Carrey got to say about the black elite of Hollywood. That's what I'm speaking to. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm, okay. It's like there's a fucking difference here. And like we don't like take a step back look at what the fucking differences are and why the fuck are they like this and like actually really question some shit. Like we just let a lot of shit slide. We let a lot of people just like say a bunch of shit because we're like caught up in the framework of our ourselves and we're caught I mean, up under fair. the umbrellas ourselves too. But like we don't sit there and think about like, you know, fucking like if Denzel was Achilles and Will Smith was Hector. We don't fucking think about like some subplot characters like speaking on some shit about them too. <laughs> what I don't I don't think that's like, the best example the either. Fuck? Like these examples is kind of rough, but like in in the same breath, I don't think I don't think people are taking Jim Carrey serious to that extent anyway to to make the argument. Just because, on some level, because he's Jim Carrey and people aren't as mad at Will that. because they think so. You think the white elite's taking Jim Carrey serious? I don't think they cared in the first place. Think, they just care about what Will Smith did. I don't think it's the white elite that takes him seriously. I think it's the... the ma- well, the, the black fact, elite don't take him seriously, Logan. The, type, the fact that he got the platform to do it and the type of platform he got to do it to do it. Like, he got to be on Gail King's show, which I, mm-hmm. like, I get it. It's, she's a reporter. She, that's a that's an interview show. But, like. Yeah, so what I'm trying to get at is, like, because I get what you're trying to say, and I get what, like, conclusions and the, the contrast comparisons you're making. But it's, like, because what you're about to say how is, many like, times, he got my, on the my show, thing is like How much reporter. attention was paid to it over the week and how many times they played the clip over and how many times, like, that's what I keep thinking about is that, like, you say that people weren't taking it seriously, but then it's being played everywhere. Well, you know, it's but not you like have the focus on who is trying to take it serious, and I don't think we, as the black community, because so much of us took will side. <laughs> the media using it, the media using it, Logan. This is what I'm saying. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, they're gonna do that regardless, though. So no, that's it's not, like no, that because that goes back to our Kevin Hart example. Like they're not gonna do it regardless. Like well, see, it'd be no, a throwaway thing if Kevin Hart did it. No, with that example, you were talking about who cares, which is valid. But in terms of like if if he had spoken out, which I which I still don't think he would do because of everything we brought up before. But nonetheless, if he did, the media being the monster that they are, 
would just use that as well. No, I don't wouldn't. think that would happen. No, because it's based off of, like you said, like who cares, right? So the media has to care first and the media has to think that it's something care worthy first. Whether or which not is it is. Which is the other point to be made. Which Whether or not it is. But because yeah. of the fact, the way the media is slanted, right? They're not going to take Kevin Hart no, seriously about no bullshit like this. If Christian Bale went and smacked somebody during the Oscars. They're not asking Kevin. Maybe they are asking Denzel. They're not actually. Asking Who Kevin. knows? They're yeah, not asking yeah, Kevin. <laughs> they asking, the, the point they're is that Kevin and Michael Blackson. Would they? Would they think? No, nah, Michael Blackson definitely ain't getting. Nah, you know <laughs> that. We know. We, we both know that. We both know Michael Blackson ain't getting. Uh, <laughs> but like, saying. no. As funny as it is, but like Jim Carrey on some because it's like. Sure, I, I get the Jim example. Is. You're you're work. You're the example you're working with. Yeah, I mm-hmm. get you. It's like should Jim Carrey talk about Will Smith? But some people would argue yes. It's not just that should Jim Carrey talk about Will Smith. It's that why did that we he let, had the why did, platform? Why? Yeah, why did we let him? What is the reason? And like the fact that like you we mean have, why did Gail let him? Because <laughs> on some level you do have to. Sure. None, it's not like we the community. No, Gail was voted. trying. Gail was trying to defend Will though, like when he was speaking. Like Maybe she, that's why I'll, she had I'll him on the to, show. To to mm-hmm. her credit, that like she no, he he was on the show to fucking. That's the other fucking thing. He was on the show just to fucking promote Sonic the Hedgehog. Now now we're into some interesting territory because I didn't know for real. I just thought he. I was like, why was he there? But um, that's yeah, that's how it's a random it conversation. That's how low too, it is. Like, that's how low it is. That that's that's how low Hollywood thinks of Will Smith, even though he is black elite. That's that's my whole point. That Jim Carrey talking about him with Gail. That King. Jim Carrey, who's promoting a movie about Sonic the Hedgehog. Don't you talk, talk about, down on Sonic the Hedgehog? I love Sonic the Hedgehog too, but the fact that one of the people who aren't even the fucking star of the movie, the Hedgehog is. Yeah, but he's kind of the star. He's the no. Him and not. James Marsden, they're the only other two big names in the. They're film. still not the star. James Marsden is definitely not. The, oh, he well, plays opposite not, but... James Marsden. <laughs> Don't belittle James Marsden, man. I like James that Ars- guy. Joseph Marsden is not that guy. He's I not. Love James no, Marsden. he's not. He's not. I'm he's not. not, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend he's not that guy. I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, they're the only two like human actors, like real people in the film. Sonic is the star, of course, but like Sonic's the star. But they could have interviewed Sonic's voice actor. That's not the point, Mitch. The point <laughs> is, <laughs> the point is, is this is is bottom of the barrel shit. And like that's what Hollywood would use to like tear down somebody who is supposed to be bl- black excellence personified, black elite, all of this bullshit that we keep saying. You know what I mean? Like our elite don't mean shit to them, is what I'm saying. And the fact that like people think they you can buy your way to the top or whatever is like for yourself maybe to an extent but even for yourself goes so far even if you're denzel washington it goes so far if you're will smith it goes so far like if you're fucking wesley snipes and all the fucking money you made for white people it goes so far like where like my question still stands from last week where is fucking will smith's white friends Hmm. i don't even remember that question i thought that's a valid point no i don't remember you saying but like where so it doesn't even buy you that like black excellence doesn't buy you a whole lot. That's valid. So it's like, like where, even where like in your darkest hour, the devil may come for you, but like where's the white devil to help you after all the money you gave him? 
Well, I'm think I think you're probably meaning white Jesus. Because no. the white devil is nope. not no. coming to help no. you. The white no. devil's the reason you're there in the first place. No, because you would think that you made the white devil so much money that he would at least think you're still profitable for the future. No, keep, that's not how the white you know, devil works. That's how Moon Knight works. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you started watching that? I did. Oh, I didn't. Okay. In any case, no, we don't need to do promo for that. But no, that's a good point. You didn't like it's, Moon Knight? No, no. I just haven't watched it. Oh, the character, okay. I think, is fucking amazing. I just haven't watched it yet because, you know... Real stuff be ruining shit. But anyway, um, no, that's really a valid thing to say. Like, where are Will Smith's like where where was the where was, you know, the rescue for for the people who still are willing to acknowledge his humanity and realize he made a right. mistake? Right. And it was silence. There was nothing there. Everybody's just like, oh my God. There's still nothing. Still the man lots quit of the nothing. academy. Still sh- not nothing. Nothing. No one's spoken up at all. Nothing from anybody who's worked with. The the biggest defense he has are like randos on fucking Twitter. That's fucked up. That's just fucked up to me. Yeah. No, that's valid, man. That is absolutely valid. There isn't enough care and respect given to a man who who did something that he shouldn't have did, but obviously had some kind of break and deserves some sort of compassion. Like nobody died. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was wrong. And I imagine Chris Rock and his family are hurt, but like this isn't something that's irreparable. This isn't something he can't fix. It's a mistake that can easily be righted. And no one gave him the credit to even, you know, stick up for him. Literally, like my other thing was like street rules, he was in the right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm glad we could have that talk, but no, valid, valid. Street rules, all the hood niggas was like, oh, I, like, what do you do? It's like, yo, man, he he slapped Chris Rock during the Oscars and Chris is talking about his wife. All right. All right, so what do you, what do you do? Yeah. No, that's what he, oh, no, nah, I mean, wait, he, he ain't do nothing else? I'm no, that but, dude, you know, he I slapped asked. him. Like, but no, like, valid, like, on one level, some people don't even think he was in the wrong. So you would think like someone could be like, hey, he's human. He makes mistakes. You know, let's forgive him rather than, you know, basically excommunicating. Why don't we embrace him with some love like Denzel did? Embrace him with some love because that's obviously what he needs. We know he's going through a lot and people trying to pre- pretend he's perfect, which he's not. Mm. If y'all didn't know, newsflash, surprise. Will Smith, Black Excellence isn't perfect. It's made by human beings who are imperfect, as we've known all our lives. So cut it out yeah. is is the basis. I'm not going to lie. But no, that that's super valid. Um, no, yeah, that's really all there is to say about that. Where is the yeah. outrage on behalf of him in terms of his defense? Like, mm-hmm. the man made a mistake. But no one cares enough, yet Christian Bale can yell at an entire set. Well... It's not just Christian Bale. It's like, and I love yeah, Christian but you Bale. Could, we could but it's like, find many you can examples. go down the line of like people, like Christian Bale just won an Oscar the other the other year. Like, the, you can go down the line of all of Hollywood's favorite white people, and it's like they do shit like literally every week. And I don't know, maybe, maybe he just has a bad PR team, but it just feels like. For each one of them, they have friends that are like willing to like be like, "Hey, I got you. Don't worry about it." What was going on with Will Smith? That like they were so ready to throw him away. One and then two, it just feels like even if you can be the most profitable black person 
the institution that you are making the most profit for will still fucking throw you away. You know what I mean? Especially mm. if that's a white institution. Yeah. Like the fact that Denzel would be like, whew, I don't know if I would do that shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's like Denzel should be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. You know what I mean? Like Denzel should be able to slap three Chris Rocks and not. Don't say that because now we're getting, we're getting I'm to the place we don't even want the white people. But yeah, I get what you mean. I get what I'm you mean. I'm just saying because we live in this world where like we're like talking about money and no, status there's, and there's power, a, there's all, this, a separate, all this bullshit all the time. There's different rules then, for like, different people. Yeah. No, it's a different set of rules for different people, and it's obviously not right or unfair. Mm-hmm. And so, I like think, that, I get. Yeah, and I think some people would probably say that you know, oh, you just want to be like you know, you want to have the same type of bullshit power that white people have. But excuse me, it's not that. It's not that I want to have the same bullshit. But I actually want to have more. But like, if you ask me personally, but no, like, valid, valid. In the in the idea of what is fair in this world. That is the power that people are having. And if you don't have that or you don't even have the potential to have that one day, then no, you do not have an equal anything, even if the imbalance is between you and them. Like even if my monetary value is different than uh, Denzel and I may never reach that, you know what I mean? There is a value to society that the society that both me and Denzel inhabit he can't attain just because he's black. Like he made fucking Training Day. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Training Day was a good film. And he killed that shit. He killed that shit. He did kill that shit. But no, it's like I said, like we're the only ones who it's like, I don't know why or how mm-hmm. since, you know, we usually aren't looked at unless we like get to this point, but we're the only ones, like I said, with a burden of proof. Like, yeah, they don't ever police themselves in that manner. But as soon as a black person steps out of line, all of a sudden it's slavery days again. Hey, nigga, mm-hmm. what the fuck you doing? Who told you to step out of line like that? Can't be doing all that shit. What's wrong with you? You know better. And that for me is the biggest problem because that is literally a stranglehold from racism. And I'll smack fire out somebody for that shit. You're not right. going to treat me one type of way and then treat someone else. This is what I And you right, heard me right. when, with the Bill Cosby and thing and how how I really felt. But like that is literally what's happening. And it's disgusting. Outright. Like I didn't I didn't agree with what Will Smith did, but like I forgave him immediately. And that's the and yeah, that is the thing. It's like, yo, how you willing to let all this other shit go? We just gave Louis C.K. a Grammy, which is where this all started. Right. Will Smith slaps one dude. Sure, it's Chris Rock, but he slaps one dude, but we can't forgive him at all. Mind you, he apologized. I don't even think Louis... Has Louis C.K. even publicly apologized at all for anything? No. Probably some random bullshit. Oh, no? Not even at all? Will Smith immediately apologized afterwards. What is Chris Rock's value to Hollywood? Mm. Well, Chris Rock is that is the black comedian for Hollywood. Is Chris Rock Jerry Bruckheimer? Is that I don't even was, know who Jerry Bruckheimer is. Dude that made all the um, Pirates of the Caribbean movies and all the CSI shows. No, like if not to that Will degree. Smith slapped the fuck out of Jerry Bruckheimer, I'd be like, "Whoa, he probably shouldn't have done that shit." You know <laughs> what, what I mean? What? That's a no. That's fucked up. I'd still because, be like, "No, that's he's wrong. a producer." Like you know, it's like a, somebody who like he's the oh, money. You of mean the mo- in terms of the work relationship? Yeah, like, exactly. that's the dude that's hiring you. Will. Like, this is somebody. Yeah, but like he's fucking Chris Rock. Really? This is all. This is over. 
Don't disrespect Chris Rock like that. Whatever. I, let's move on. Because, like, I'm just going to be here all day. I'm just be mad and just, like, you know. We took up a lot of time, Yeah, bro. The, the, the point but, is y'all ain't shit. Anyways. No, valid. I also like, second that. Y'all ain't shit. Like, yeah. Me and Logan def agree on that. You motherfuckers ain't shit. Fix it now, white Jesus. Because if I have to come up there smack fire at you, I will. And then I'll pray to black Jesus afterwards. And we going to be, he ain't even going to be mad. So, because, you know, real Jesus is just going to be like, yeah, I don't know why you still putting up, how y'all still letting them real put Jesus up black Jesus going to ask you Jesus. why you still praying to white Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hear me, I didn't say I was praying to white Jesus. I said, I'm going to come up there if white Jesus don't handle. And then real Jesus is going to be like. Get your peoples. Be like, get like, your peoples. Bruh. Get your peoples. Come on now. Like, come My on favorite now. What thing. You even, how you not smacking fire out these crackers in the first place? Have you ever nah, seen but, American Gods? Yes. I was into the the final season, but I can't. Which my, speech? The Anansi speech on the no, boat? Or? No, no, no. My favorite thing in American Gods isn't even the <laughs> Anansi speech. My favorite thing in American Gods is when uh, you find all the Jesuses and you say, like, oh, of course there's a bunch of Jesuses. There's Mexican Jesus, Korean Jesus, white <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, that was fucking funny. On Easter, it was Easter. And, like, and then yo, like they go great. to like the Easter party and there's like 15 Jesus. Yeah, they're just chilling. <laughs> And then he gets, they all get sad for that one reason. He's like, Jesus. Yes. And then they're all like, oh. oh. It it's like, oh, fuck. It's like, what the fuck? That shit was hilarious, bro. I actually, I don't know why I thought, I just thought that was funny. That was so good. No, that shit was hilarious. I'm not going to lie. That shit was hilarious. That was, that was very funny. And we fucking cracked up. But um, yeah, man. Y'all ain't shit. Fix it. You? Mitch, talk to us about kinky people. Oh right, I guess I guess for the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that and get on out of here, cause it's time to yeah. get out. A little bit, but we got a little bit of time. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but no, well, so like I said, I just I just thought it'd be funny for us to try to like navigate, cause it's like sometimes I don't get kinks. Like I understand the human brain does weird mm-hmm. things, but what makes the human brain develop a kink? What makes? Cause now a kink, you're. This is pleasuring you. Mm-hmm. Most of the time in a sexual way, not always, but most of the time in some sort of sexual way. Or or maybe I'm saying mostly, but there are like kinks that like people just like need to like weird shit that pleasures them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it, but in terms of like I guess the sexual ones and stuff like that, like what triggers that, I suppose? And I just thought that'd be an interesting conversation between the two of us. Cause I don't know if if you like have any kinks or any kinks. I don't think I do. That I've noticed. I just love the the female form and like pleasure in it. I don't know stuff. if I would say any of my kinks here. What do you want? Why did you want to talk about kinks? I needed something to talk about, and I thought it'd be funny and interesting. And now you're all embarrassed on the cast. So I guess yeah. my real job here is to get you to talk about your kinks, buddy. What are you hiding back? Kinks. What are you hiding back there, man? Midgets. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Got a closet full of them. <laughs> Sorry, little people. I got a closet full of little people. No, you, my man. You didn't even take time to think. Hey, look, what kicks you into? Midgets. What? <laughs> Bro, there's got to be some seriousness to that you know a little what? bit. I am mad funny. Like, I am very funny. I'm a funny dude. Bro, that was just so stupid. 
Like, oh, okay. So I don't have any kinks, but I think I'd be into like bondage shit. I bet, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I find it very hard to believe you don't have any kinks. Yeah, no, no. I, well, I don't, I don't know because I haven't really gotten comfortable. Them? Yeah, yeah. I don't, but I think I would be into like bondage a little bit, whether it's like Dom or like, sub. You getting like, tied up? No, either way. Because I think I'd love fucking a woman while she's tied up. I'm not going to lie. That would feel amazing. But I also wouldn't mind a chick like riding me as I'm like strapped to a chair. I think that'd also be fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. All right. What? Let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, as we, I... <laughs> as we delve into these Every kings, time. but like, but what makes me <laughs> feel like that? And what makes me think that way? Like, what's the trigger? Why? Why am I feeling this way? Why do I, I want to do these, these things? You know what I mean? Hey, man, I we're here at the Milk and Toast. We're here to get down to the nitty grit and talk real. So if you ain't ready, about, you ain't ready for this real, like, I don't know what you're here for, man. Mitch is so... I hate him when he talks about sex, man. I just Mitch, get to it. I get straight into it, man. We ain't got time for pussy and all that. Mitch's sex is... Like, his sex messages must be like wild as fuck like no actually i like because i don't i don't feel as if i can take the risk i don't be i don't be all risky like that like you know every now and then but not like as you trying to make it be like yo mitch must be like had this sexting game you just like say shit like it's just like yeah but i don't just like say shit like that to women who don't know me as well like who who aren't comfortable with me who don't know you i'm talking about people you obviously are sexting yeah, but like I really don't sext sext as often as you would think. Like That's crazy. it's been it's been kind of dry on my end. Like need to go out a little bit more. You know, COVID's passing and all that. So and I've been going out, but like, you know, it hasn't been too crazy. I have been sexting a little bit, and like we got wild a little bit, but like you know, it doesn't happen as often as you think. Don't be worried about that. You know, images were sent. Sex is wild. Like yeah, the whole sex concept is. Wild. is the whole concept think, of sex is crazy. I think the thing that's... I hate the mating process because nobody's honest about it. I would like it a lot more if like people were just honest about sex. Like they were honest about... Not sex. Like they were honest about the lead up to sex. Like they were honest about the fact that everybody has a sex drive, right? Like that's never like... I mean, I think I was like more intentional in dating, like later on when I was like, okay, like how much do you like sex? You know what I mean? Like I thought, I think I got a little more intentional about that because like I didn't want to have to keep dealing with a thing where like you get with somebody, but their sex drive is not your sex drive, you know? Like they have more or or it's like way less. And then you're just like caught in like horny limbo mm-hmm. with like somebody who like is never on, you know, they're like on every once in a while. And it's just like, it's never like enough for you. And then you look like an asshole. You well, know what I mean? It's, it's the reason you people like, aren't honest. You look like the person that like only looks for sex when like it's just your when sex you driver. Try to be honest about like you know? just only getting sex and like. You know, and the funny thing is, because it's like, we're not supposed to treat each other as sexual objects, but I don't think it's the case. The problem is, is when you try to only treat someone as a sexual object, and that's 
And that's one of the things that women really don't like. Of course, they know sex exists and they that's want sexual freedom. True. I think they don't like. What do the, you mean? This, that's not always true. I think it's the dishonesty that's involved with it. Oh, like, I think I think it's when people like only focus on them as that. The honesty thing, yes, is there. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. like discrediting that at all. You're absolutely right, 100. percent But like, I do think it's like it's to start with like people can only because you know guys sometimes can be idiots. And aren't able to look at them and see, like, of course, there's someone there that I'm sexually attracted to. But remembering that that's still a full-on fucking person. And you have to respect and, you know, work with them on some level and treat them like a person. Make them feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But then, of course, like, the dishonesty. Because it's like you're saying. You're like, you want people to be honest. But sometimes you look a type of way when, you, when you're honest with how you're feeling. Maybe you're not wanting, you're not looking to date someone or you're looking to be in a relationship but walking up to someone and being like, hey, I just want to be sexually involved with you. Is that OK? Like, in theory, sounds cool. At least you're being honest. You should be. Someone can choose to stay away from you. But an application, you know, people could choose whether they want to be near you or stay away from you. But an application, Why? it doesn't work that way. Because like, so an application, it's in any case, it's not going to get you what you want as a man. As a woman, it's going to make you look a sort of way depending on like the community you live in and if, if people talk and stuff. So people don't tend to be as honest in that capacity. People, there's images to maintain. We've been talking about image a lot today, mm-hmm. but there's a separate image when it comes to like your sexual image and how you look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's and, part of the, one of the problems is like what you said just then, like you said, it's not going to get you what you want in application. And it's like, that's part of the problem though. It's that like, you're not entitled to like have sex with anybody. No. Right. So like if all you wanted was sex and then like, you know, you did, that's a wild opener, but like, Hey, that's what you, that's what you're looking for. It's just like you're ordering, you know, from McDonald's or whatever. It's like, Hey, you got any McChickens? And they say, no. You can't be mad that they don't have any McChickens. You can't be like, I mean, you could, but like, you can't be mad that like they don't conjure up something for you that they didn't have. Right. So if you come up to somebody and say, listen, you're a beautiful person. I just think that we would have really great sex together. If not, no weirdness between us or whatever. Right. Whatever your game is. Right. (laughs) That's still weird to people. It might be a little weird, but like no, somebody, is, somebody is might go for it. Somebody might go for it is my thing. No, no. And I, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying on mass, most my, of the time, what, that's what, that what my point weird. is, Mitch. What my point is, is that in the person turns to you and they say, ew, no, right? Fucking walk away, right? But I think what happens is people get involved in the fact that they go like, Okay, I would like to have sex with you as an individual. I I've seen you and I think that we would have great sex. Like no strings attached, no funny business. I that's just the wavelength I'm on. And like somebody says, ill no. And like they have already invested in their mind like all the reasons why this should happen. And because somebody like denied them that, they're like, this is a problem. And it's not. It's not a problem. You ask for what you want, honestly. You were denied by another honest person who equally denied you on an equal playing field, right? Mm-hmm. So they, forth, yep. they said no, 
right? That's it. Like, there's no problem. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> there's any problem. Like, the only, like, if the problem is, is that they said no, that's your problem. That's no, not that anybody problem, else's yeah. problem. That's not even a real problem. But like, yeah, it's but not, realistically, you're like saying, realistically, that, that doesn't end up getting you what you want. And now you're dealing with sexual frustrations you didn't want to deal with. Which is they, why people end up being dishonest. you were dealing dishonest. with in the first place. If that's what you were dealing with, but this is what I'll say. That's why people aren't honest. If you asked me for honest. $5 and I didn't give you $5, you still didn't have $5. That's true. You can't be mad at me because I didn't give you $5. Yeah, but what if a different method would have worked? Of getting the $5? Yeah. That's called manipulation. <laughs> 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 you well, see what I'm saying? But that is, and sadly, that is, and and we don't even have to just use that for sex, because if you talk manipulation, you could you could argue the case of sales being an entire treatise in manipulation. That's what it sales is. Of, sales of course, is that's what sales yeah. is. But like so when we're talking about sex though, like, yeah, that that is what ends up happening because like people have wants, people have needs and all that. Sometimes the lines get crossed and then Due to you know hormones, emotions, whatever you want to call it, people do whatever they want to get what they want, and that's kind of why people aren't honest about sex. Because you're right, like you should want to be or live in a society where you can be honest about sex. It's gonna suck when you get rejected. We all know rejection sucks, but nonetheless, like we have being honest would be the better path. We have to make rejection not suck. We have to in uh, the way we do that is like one. stop feeling entitled to everything all the time. Although the feeling of rejection isn't about feeling entitled. Well, it, it is. isn't just about feeling entitled. What else is it about? Well, so feeling rejected. Like no, no, no shit. Like I'm not. not I'm no, not, I'm not. Yeah. I don't think you are. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm just explaining. So there is that sense of like, yo. I wanted this, but rejection, to be honest with you, I still don't even think it's about entitlement. Because when you're rejected by someone, it, it's really about what's wrong with me. That's what really ends up happening. You don't go, oh, you don't really go, oh, Why man. is there something wrong with you No, but get that's rejected? Just, that's just what I mean. Like, in terms of rejected, that's where I think a person's brain really goes. But I'm saying, like, try to unpack that, is what I'm saying. Oh, like, why is there something? Yeah. The person, the person said no. You thought you thought things would work out between you. And so that's why I'm like, okay, I get the entitlement thing. But it's like, if it didn't work out, that means something went wrong somewhere. And usually in a case like that, there's only two individuals involved. You're not going to blame that person. So the blame falls to you. Okay, hold that thought, right? Mm -hmm. We just explained that like, if I ask for sex from somebody, like mm -hmm. openly and honestly, and they openly and honestly deny me, nothing wrong happened, right? Right, nothing. So- if in my mind, I ask for sex from somebody mm -hmm. openly and honestly, and they deny me, deny mm -hmm. me openly and honestly, and then I take that rejection and I internalize it as something is wrong with me. We mm -hmm. internalize something is wrong with us. We internalize that as like a malfunction. To have a malfunction means that something did not function correctly, right? It means that there was something wrong with how something happened, right? Not yeah. that there was something right with how something happened. There's something wrong with how something happened, right? I'm trying to break this down. So what that means is if I internalize that you didn't want sex from me 
because of the fact that there's something wrong with me, that means that there is a condition where something is right from me, right with me, and that you would want to have sex with me. Right? Mm. That's wrong. That's wrong. And that is entitlement because it means that under the perfect conditions, there is no way you would say no. Like there is under good conditions in which I am a functioning and in good condition. I'm not damaged because you said the inquiry is into my damage, my being damaged goods. You know what I mean? Right. Like somebody shook up the soda and that's why I exploded. Right. That malfunction is why you rejected me. Not merely on the fact that maybe you don't want to have sex. Maybe you're tired today. Maybe it has no, nothing to do with. I mean, I, you. I could you know I see I mean? where you're going, but like realistically speaking, realistically like, speaking, still realistically, it's only in your head. Yeah, of course. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how can mm-hmm. you feel that keeps you entitled to someone? Because if you're having the if you're internally having that problem and sure, it is because of them, but you could still recognize you don't have the right to them, but nonetheless, you're going to feel something's wrong with you. They're in your head. They're mm-hmm. telling you something's wrong with you mm-hmm. no, in not. your head. I'm just saying like the they, way some people usually think in your head, someone's making you feel you something's wrong, wrong with you. With they're you. just saying that you don't want to have sex with you. Which unfortunately is going to translate as, yo, why isn't this working That's between us? There saying. has to be some That's- sort of reason. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me think of fucking Cardi B, which is like, what is the what's reason? The reason? <laughs> what was the reason? But no, like they don't. One, they don't owe you a reason, and two, there doesn't even have to be a fucking reason. You made that shit up in your own head. Mm. Rejection is a symptom of entitlement. That's what that shit is. Like, I mean, like the feeling of rejection is a is a symptom of entitlement. To the to the fact this that this is what you I mean. Feel, I'm like, I don't think that's how. To the, well, there's separate things because to me, but. you're saying there's a dysfunction, right? Yeah. If there is a function, like if you function well, then you're saying that I function well, so therefore I'm the most sexy person in the world. And if I no, ask somebody, see, I don't, I don't, I mean, it is that, I, I get where you're going, but like, I don't, this is what I'm saying with rejection. Cause I don't think sometimes people are going to be thinking so highly of themselves, especially if we're going back to the, you know, why aren't mm-hmm. I honest thing? Cause I don't think a lot of the time if someone was going to do that, for instance, if, if we found an example, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to visualize the example. Cause I don't want to. And I'm not like trying, trying to, to sit on a high horse about it. Like, no, I don't I've think been you are. Too. I don't think you are. I, I know that feeling, but that's just something inspected. No, I don't, I don't think you are. I don't think you are. It's just that in, in terms of the, the conversation and mm-hmm. for the argument, it's like sometimes we're thinking like a person feels a way about themselves. And in some instances, yeah, I think that would be the case. But that's why I'm also just like, I don't know if I could just say it's one way. Like you making the argument, I won't deny. And like in hearing it, I'm like, hmm, there's valid points in there. But you, said, you just there. said it. They feel that way about themselves. Well, yeah, but I'm saying I don't know if I would put that all on entitlement because you never know what someone's going through or what they're feeling or how the inner workings of their brain are. Okay. What I mean is, what does your feelings about yourself have to do with me? 
But see, I'm not, and I didn't, I didn't do that. That's what I'm not doing. Cause it isn't necessarily about the other person or feeling they owe you something. You're just feeling bad kind of for the sake of just feeling bad. You're like, oh damn. Like I wish I was, I, it's almost like saying for, and I think this is a better way to say okay. it. Cause it's not like saying, yo, that person owes me. What the fuck? If I was this. It's almost mm. like walking away sadly after having to accept the fact that that person doesn't owe you anything and being like, damn, I wish. And now I'm just sad because of the fact. Why are you sad? You don't know that person. Why are you sad that they rejected you? Inner working of the brain, mental illness. I don't know the actual answer to that. I'm just saying that's how people's brains works to me. That's why I was saying I don't know if it's fully fair. to. You could make the argument for entitlement. I'm, I'm hearing it. But like having knowing like the internal workings kind of to a, a decent level of like how people's me, brains okay, work me, or why ask, they feel the way they do. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible to be sad and entitled? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck if, you. If sad fuck is you. the thing that was hanging us fuck up Fuck you here. sometimes. Fuck the, you. But sadly, yeah, that's def, that's definitely possible. There's definitely if a possibility. Like, if like the, the, the barrier here is that, well... They walked away like an Eeyore. It's like, <laughs> I mean, like, fuck and, Eeyore. And the thing like, is, but see, and this is the other thing is why I'm like, I don't know if that's fair because Pete, you you never know why someone's sad. People be going through shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I eliminated the other person because one thing we do agree on, of course, is that that person's having the the person feeling rejected is having the problem, and it's yeah. not the fault of the person they asked. It's of that's course right. still on them. I'm not denying that at all. It's just that, like, you know. But your reaction, sad. but your reaction is in your reaction is also indicative of what you believe about the world around you and how the world should react and to see, you. And see, here's the thing, Logan, and that's why, and that's why I would make the argument and disagree because, and at least for me, how it looks mm-hmm. is like you're having this person have this entire internal dialogue with themselves. No, and I really no, don't not necessarily. But but you don't get in terms of the way you explain. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it sounds and looks. And I know you're feeling like they're okay, doing let me say it like these this. mental gymnastics. It's, no, it's no, no. I'm, not, to I'm trying that, to make it as simple as I can. To be honest, the let me say it like this: you don't need a whole internal dialogue to think you're entitled to some shit. Like entitlement is a big word, like, and it's and it comes with a lot of complicated things, right? And when you get into it, like, but. You don't need to have like a whole like entitlement is also a feeling. Like you don't need to have okay. to have like a feeling, like which comes after like a snap sometimes. Like you don't need to have like a whole big internal battle well, with the yourself. Th- the thing is, I agree on that, but the thing is, I feel and that's why I am keeping them separate because like I know how both of those can look. Mm-hmm. And I feel there's honestly like I think you're trying to be a really clear cut line, which which also which also might be fair. I won't deny Logan, but I genuinely in terms of like the emotional spectrum and just how I personally feel. I think there's a line between like someone feeling the entitlement through rejection and someone just feeling sad about the rejection itself, because like you can't be always like and I guess to me in some sense that it feels like you're giving your emotions are being caused by someone else. But mm-hmm. I think most people could recognize the fact. And this is so, for instance, you said, for instance, no, you said, well, well, let me explain. Because you said, for instance, can a person be sad and entitled at the same time? Yeah. Answer is yes. On the other side is, well, a person can feel entitlement and feel sadness on a separation pretty simply, too. 
And I think that can happen in the point of rejection. Someone may not feel entitled to you, but they sure are still yearning for you, maybe in some sense, which I know sounds like entitlement, but isn't. They're How does just that sad. sound like entitlement, but isn't? Listen, Because that. even if, because being able to have a fantasy in your head, and yes, I will argue that it's inside your head, as long as you're not using it to harm anybody, or affect anybody, you kind of have the right to that. Now, if you feel sad about that because of how you're feeling or the rejection, I also still think you get to own that. If you're like, you get to like, own it oh, in what sense? Not in the sense of owning the other person, just in the sense of you're feeling negative about yourself, which I'm not saying is good. And obviously you need to do something about that. And obviously it's a problem. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel as if you should necessarily label that as entitlement. People you, get sad, dude. You asked me for $5. <laughs> okay. I don't, I, I don't see how I I, me explaining you, that made, made you, you go back to have that. $5. Why Person's are you still going to feel bad. People that have issues I letting go. Give you five dollars. And what yo, in your I'll, mind makes you think you should have had my five dollars? Like to get sad? But see, and sad I, is a is a big emotion, Logan. But I think you're doing something actually problematic here because you're Why? like, because in one sense you're trying. To, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. I get where you're coming from and. In one sense, you're like on the right path, but like, who the fuck are you to tell somebody how to feel? <laughs> I'm asking why you feel that way, and I'm hoping you unpack that. No, shit. but Logan, unfortunately, in terms of where you're getting to, in terms of the unpacking, mm-hmm. we kind of cross the line from being like, "Yo, get well, the fuck I'm over your it? shit." Well, maybe it's not the labeling. Maybe it's just in terms of how you like explained it to me, because it's like a. People are gonna feel sad for many fucking reasons. It takes them the the work to they they have to do the work to get out of that. But like, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they're feeling ownership to some well, cause cause like feeling entitled on one level is like there's a certain ownership I feel I should have. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it would be fair to say man or woman, you know, when they get rejected, that they immediately feel something like that. Sometimes they just be like, damn. You know, I'm sad. And on some level, they get to feel that way. I hope they work through it. But I don't. That's why that's the only thing I'm really trying to say. Yes. I, but you saying you, I get the feeling of being sad. I get it. What you're what I'm saying you're not speaking to is the reason behind it. And the what reason I'm, behind what I'm trying that to tell you. And that's and that's and another thing that I'm trying to tell you comes about. You want me to explain and from, unpack that. But it's like an interaction in which it was so shallow that you don't know that person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I guess I got a little bit You took it on upon yourself to internalize that interaction as like, oh, there's something wrong with me. And I'm saying that, and I, 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 I'm going to make a point right after this, but I'm saying that to have a reaction like that, and this is why most people, like you said from the beginning, this is why most people wouldn't like open up to another person that way in well, the first because place. Well, because we're talking about the honesty, and that's where it goes yeah. into. But like this is what like you're right. Most people don't like rejection. They and they don't want to get rejected. And I I really feel like if we got rid of like rejection culture, like which is like That'd I know it's like pie. One, it's pie like, in the sky. You're right, it's pie in the sky. It's pie in the sky thinking. But I don't think it's not necessarily undoable. No, but I think agreed. Agreed. That like if we were able to get rid of this idea that like just because you were rejected, something bad happened happened to you, that 
we could even have like a safer society. You know well, what I mean? We, we would have a safer society, and that is the problem because there is a big rejection culture that stems from it's this it's it's the basic success failure option. And if you're not succeeding, you know how we've been brought up. Oh, then you're failing. You're not beneficial to the society. And in this example, with what we're going for, because sex, we didn't get to talk about that, but sex isn't just a pleasurable thing. It's also mm-hmm. the act of procreation. And if you're not having children, making a family, there's also the look of you being a failure like that. If we were able to somehow get rid of that rejection culture or if people could just, you know, mature enough, because, you know, we've we've been able to get there ourselves. But I can't I mean, maybe you can say it, but I can't say that was an easy path for me. You know what I'm saying? I no, got there and no, I got I, there fairly early on. Well, no, let me not say early. Like what in, I want to say is, no, I don't like, like I said before, is there's nothing easy about feeling rejected for me there's nothing easy about feeling <laughs> <Yes>. rejected <laughs> okay but no but for real but if we could because and even still like it it affects you in such a bad way i have way. not evolved to the point that i am speaking no bro and no i i completely get it i'm i'm getting close but nonetheless right. even even still but even still logan mm-hmm. like the the feeling of rejection is so powerful and emotions are just so strong that you're and because you're imperfect and your brain does such shit, like you gonna feel the types of way do dumb reje- shit. But that's what I'm saying. It's not by magic. The feeling of rejection comes from a thing, is what I'm trying to say. But you're trying to you're trying to get to the source slogan, and sadly for the both of us, when you like, put things into context, they become a little less scary. And when they become a little less scary, they become easier to fight. You know what I mean? Which is true, but that doesn't so always like, necessarily mean you'll you'll have the answer. How do you explain think, sadness? Because you explain where the sadness came from. But that is it. Uh, I mean, not I, that I this, get that. It's I get not that, that there's a problem with being sad. It's that you have it's to be able to problem. understand like, why you're sad. And you want to because if you're just walking around with your yeah. raw emotions all the time and you're never unpacking why you feel that way, that's how people get hurt. You know what I mean? You get hurt. You're one of the principal people that get hurt. Do hurt. You yeah, get yeah. hurt and you do hurt other people because you don't deal with your own emotions. You're just rocking around like this wild tornado of like emotions. You don't you make your emotions everybody else's problem and they're not everybody else's problem but they become everybody else's problem because you become everybody else's problem. So what I'm trying to say is that like it might not be nice to hear it's not nice for me to hear that like No, but we do have to hear it cuz we've all made the mistakes and but it isn't just because of us, it is because of that overarching rejection culture and it a is, few other things. But that things. is because of us because we're the well, one that's I, feeling I don't, that way. I don't mean way. to excuse us, but yeah, it came from somewhere cuz if we're talking about the lines of where it comes from, we have to unpack like mm-hmm. it does straight up come from that rejection culture and then you end up internalizing a lot of that shit and then you end up potentially doing things that hurt other people that you when regret I, later. When I say culture, all I mean by culture is what we're allowed to get away with. <laughs> like that's really all I mean when I say culture. Is I'm that just, I'm just what mad is that, it, that does sadly make sense. <laughs> what is it that we're allowed to get away with and what is it we're not allowed to get away and with? And as we spoke about today, the rules be different for different exactly, people. Exactly, right? Like women in Saudi Arabia can't walk around uncovered. You know what I mean? Like Unless you're the president's wife yeah. or some shit. You know no, what I mean? Right, right. What's that about? Like, Michelle had a whole argument with Barack about that shit. You know what I mean? She was like, <laughs> You what? mean you, you really oh, so you're not the so president? Like, you know? Yeah, I know. But like, 
Barack was like, yo, he had come to fucking on. think about that shit. Yo, Michelle, come on, please. Like, come like, on, nah, man. Like, come on, please. <laughs> right. And she put on the skirt. Because I think she came but in. Her with, head she, was uncovered. Like, yeah, you know, no, she, but she had came in in pants and they had said she couldn't uh, wear it. So she had to put on the skirt, but she wasn't going to cover her arms. Yet. She was like, yo, y'all best fucking chill. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, so that's what I mean. That's what I mean by culture. So it's like our culture allows us to feel this way about rejection. Our culture allows us to feel, and especially men, it allows men to, it allows men to feel validated by the fact that, oh yeah, she was a bitch because she didn't fuck you. Like, you know, like it allows us to feel that way. Like the option is there for us. Like, even if you're a guy listening, you're like, oh, I don't feel that way. Good for you. Yeah, awesome. You have the option. You know, and that's the problem. It's not whether or not you do, it's that you have the option. And you have the option to be like, you know, I asked this person to fuck and they didn't want to fuck and like fuck them. You know what I mean? You have the option to feel that way. But it's also always still available. Keep in to mind, you. and one thing we didn't, because uh, we got on one mm-hmm. side of the discussion, but then like in terms of the other reason for dishonesty, once again, uh, I can't, I guess I can't say globally because I don't know, but yeah. in America, we don't really. We're not necessarily as comfortable sexually as we should be either. Otherwise, people might feel more comfortable being more honest, but we're not even there either at all. So it's like we put a lot of grossness on top of sex, you know, like there's a lot of grossness and like gunk. Let me say it like that. I, I mean, gunk, you know, that we put on top of sex that has nothing to do with sex, you know. And I don't mean just like, you know, the rejection thing, but like there's other things like that that are on top of sex when it comes to sexual politics and like when it comes to like dating and everything. No, that's super valid. Have to do with all types of other things that. A lot of double standards, a lot of norms that probably shouldn't be normal. mm -hmm. There's a there is a lot of that. There's a super huge, big part of it. Notice you brought up rejection and you were like mainly men. And then I agreed with you, mind you. No, not mainly men. It's just that men have the power to well, at use the time that as use their that excuse. Example, yeah. But like at the same time, it's like we don't even bring up how rejection could feel for women because of the position we've put them in sexually. And I was like, yo, mm-hmm. that, that actually hit me and hurt me even harder because I was like, fuck, because we need to be having those discussions but right. we don't even want to give women the freedom to sexually express themselves as, as well as they could in the first place or make them feel safe and comfortable. So it's just like you right. fucked both sides. And now there's no, there isn't a better or proper way to communicate. And it's like, we want to get to this place of honesty, but no one feels comfortable being honest. I think people just have to start. I, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. So but you have to be able to We're starting start. now, but you know, and I, when I say we starting now, just, you know, as time is progressing, things are improving. They're better than they were in like the 1950s in some ways, maybe worse, but like, like, I'm not asking anybody to go out and be like, Hey, I want to make out with you. Like you can, that's cool. But like, I'm definitely not asking anybody. Kind of are. No, I'm not. And I want to tell you why I don't want to ask you six fucks to do that. Uh, because I don't want to be responsible for y'all because y'all will take it too far and say Logan said, and I don't, I don't, I'm not here to deal with that. What all I said is that people should be able to be honest like that in a in a, like a harmless way in which you are actually comfortable and like be actually comfortable with the fact that like you can walk up to somebody and say, 
listen, saw you from afar. I don't know what it is, if it's the stars or the moon or whatever is going on, but like something tells me that like we should make out. Did it tell you too? And they say no, you walk the fuck off. Like and you just find somebody else to use that lame ass line on. You know what I mean? And just walk off because all well, you want to do is make out. Now you're talking about how to how to frame your honesty, which is also still a, a different conversation. Through but honesty? Like, <laughs> well, like the what we're trying to get to, at least what I thought I was trying mm-hmm. to get to, is the fact where you could just be honest. Period. However, you spit it out. No, but I mean I like just be honest. Like you want to say like whatever you want to say, but the goal is like you're very clear about the goal. You can have as much window dressing on it if you want, but like you're just clear about like what your intentions are, what your goal is. Is like, hey, you, me, your face, my face, now. Like you know what I mean? And it's like if that's what you want, Senator. Like you know. I was gonna what? say I was gonna say Senator Herpes, but I think that's a little too mean. But like, because oh, you, you can't go around kissing everybody. Place. But like, if that's what you want, there's nothing wrong with that per se. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. But what the wrong element comes in is like when you want to hide your intentions and you want to hide who you are and what you want out of somebody else's time. You know, and then. When you even don't get what you want, you blame the other person. That's fucked up. Yeah, that part is fucked up. It's just fucked up. And we 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 are taught that that is how a functioning and normal relationship should go <laughs> and start Bro. out. Like, Bro, that's what I'm yeah. getting to. No, for real, for real. And that's so you starting off wrong and bad anyways. And so, like, it's like we need to figure out, everybody needs to figure out. Like, how do we just get to that place of honesty where we're not just honest with the person we're talking to, but we're honest with ourselves? That, like, you can be honest about why you feel rejected, whatever that is. Yeah. You can be honest about, like, what your intentions are. You Mm -hmm. can be honest about everything. What you're feeling. What do you want? You know? Like, be honest about that. That would make sex great. You know what I mean? Between everybody. Right. Yeah. That's my soapbox. No, I get it. Let's get out of here, though. We went over. (laughs) By a lot. I know. I got to fix our times. Anyways, um, Mitch, Mm -hmm. do you have anything you want to leave the people with? Fix your shit. Like, you know, and, and I don't even think I'm talking to everybody, per se, but it's like, there is a lot of fucking... There's always some type of umbrella thing going on. And it's like, yo, we can't keep putting people in bubbles or having double standards or treating people differently based on financial mm. status or whatever or how well known they are. Like, it's wrong. It's yeah. just wrong. And, um, you know, sexually or otherwise, treat people with respect. And be honest, even if it's hard. Like, try to figure out how the honesty can not be harsh, I guess. But, like, otherwise, honesty is the best policy, even though it don't seem like it. And trust me, I, I know how much it don't seem like it, but it is the best policy. That's all. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would like to accept this wrap-up. On the behalf of uh, the Milk and Toast podcast, 
I would just like to say um, thank you, Mitch, for being here. I would like to say um, thank you, Mom. Without without this, it wouldn't be you. I, I don't know what's going on. I would like to say that, you know, somewhere she s- smiles down brightly on me and all of you here. I would just like to say fuck the Academy and fuck, fuck Louis C.K. Fuck the Academy. Fuck that shit. Fuck Louis fuck C.K. Fuck Jim Carrey. Um, I've been like waiting to do this for like a whole week, and like it's been really hard to find the words. But I think that da, if I could be da, great, da, and you could be great, which is which is them turning the music on on you. Da, 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 and we could all be great da, da, together. Da, da, da. I love you. I love all of you. You like me. You really like me. Yeah, fuck all y'all. You didn't even believe when the music came on. Like you're one of those. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking talk. Fuck y'all, man. Y'all ain't turning music up on me. me. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I was surprised they didn't turn music on on Will. That was that was crazy. Because uh, nah, his speech was, was long. Yeah, I mean, but they needed to hear something. They was like, yo, you better say something. You better say, you better say shit something. about this shit. Damn it. Oh, man. The best was like the, the best was like the reaction like right after like they gave whatever award that Chris Rock was handing out. Like Chris Rock and he was, was just like standing there. He was like, just like standing there like, I fucking, I guess I can just I, get fucking hit now. It's yeah, like, I got <laughs> slapped. Like, I'm sorry. Listen, like, don't look yeah. at me like I know what happened. Like, shit, it happened. All right. Like, shit, I'm going to stand here. Like, you want to feel awkward? Feel awkward. Talk shit yeah. to hit, Chris. You already knew that. <laughs> He's from Bed-Stuy. Shut the fuck up, Chris. Oh, my God. Um, Not everybody want to play street rules, bro. You're crazy. He's from Bed-Stuy. He- so, my man has changed and wants a different lifestyle. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? That lifestyle f- follows you everywhere, apparently. Um- <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking show. <laughs> the fucking show. Oh, my God. Yo. Um, oh yeah, fuck Gandalf too. Um, let's get out of here. Say bye to the people, Mitch. You shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode forty-five of the Milk and Toast podcast. Good I've been us. your host, Logan. Thank you. Have a good evening. Have a good night. Have a good whatever you're doing. Bye. See ya. Bye.